Hi, I'm Melanie Fine, and I'm here with the Jason Miller, who is the, the CEO of SAB and uh, the chairman of how many other companies? Eleven. Eleven companies. Yeah. Um, what do you do in your spare time? That's a good, people ask me that a lot. <laughs> what, what do you do for fun? Well, uh, that's a, uh, uh, fun is relative. <laughs> Clearly this is fun for you. So, so tell us about yourself and tell us about these companies. Yeah, so a lot of people ask, you know, who, who am I, what am I about, all these things. And, and I always like to say that, you know, I am a humble servant. I have been a humble servant for pretty much my whole life. Joined the military, uh, young age, 17, spent 23 years in the military serving other people. Had businesses along the way and was very successful with those businesses and the military really gave me the formula. That's really what it was. Mm -hmm. It gave me the formula, the leadership, those things that one really needs to understand operationally how to function in business, not work in it, but be able to work on it, operationally speaking. And it, it really took me down the path to become like a collector of businesses, right? And be able to... Uh, raise them up and bring them to the point that I wanted them to be at and operate at the level I wanted them to be at. And through all that service to people is really what got me here. I am uh, really just, I am a vessel for other people's success. And that is what I love the most is being able to serve people and serve them as long as it takes give value for as long as it takes. And I think if we do that as leaders, as business owners, just as people in general, the world will be a better place because the honest to God truth is, is we live in a kind of an angry world right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kindness is free. Right. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything, mm -hmm. right? So we can use all these tools and things that we have as business people, as leaders, as you know, just, you know, the average person on the street, kindness is free. And, you know, we can, we can use that as a vessel to do a lot of good, for sure. And how is it um, that you help people? Well, I like to think that, you know, I am the guy, if you have a problem, I have a solution, mm -hmm. pretty much. Um, and, and that's not, not necessarily due to, to me, per se, but you know, I, I am involved in so many different companies that I have the solutions right at my fingertips. I've built this beautiful community that I can literally like plug, unplug the, the plug here and plug it in over here, right? And solve this problem and then plug this over here and solve that problem. And that's really what I set out to do was to be able to create this all-encompassing solution any business owner, young, new, uh, established, doesn't matter, be able to go in there and say, you know, look, here's, here's some of your issues that you have. Let me plug these things into it mm -hmm. to help you fix those, this, fix those problems. Right. And that, that's really what we need. It's a one-stop shop. Right. And, and it truly is a one stop shop. And I know a lot of people claim that and all that, but, but truly I have all the companies in my control that I can take any business leader 
and fix all their problems, you know, to help them grow and scale their companies. It seems, it seems to me that you do that through an incredible amount of collaboration. Yes, a lot of collaboration, for sure. A lot of hours talking to people, and, but it's what I love to do. When you love to do something, it's not work, right? right? And when somebody comes to me and they say, well, I got, here's what I think my problems are. And then I get in there and say, well, actually, that wasn't a problem. But you got four stacked up over here that uh -huh. you've been ignoring, right? Then I can go to one of my family uh, trees of business that I have, and, and I can plug those in and fix all those problems, right? And, and there's a couple really good things about that. Number one, I know the guy that owns them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's helpful, right? Um, and, and number two, I know the job will get done right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can back, I can back that a hundred percent. What I can't do is Google marketing strategies and now just hire some random company to come in. And I don't know if they're going to do a good job or I plug one of my companies that, that marketing company that I know has been in business for 10 or 12 years and they know what they're doing. And they'll fix that problem. And I don't have to get that call at two in the morning that go, rah, rah, what did you do? And blah, right. blah, blah. Right? right. So, so there's, there's a deep amount of peace in that for me, right? Having this big community of, and family of businesses. Your zone of genius is not just strategizing, which we've spoken about before. Yeah, sure. It's, it's collecting the right people. Right. Like in this day and age, so many people are putting up their, their placards and saying they'll do your Facebook ads. Maybe right. they've only done their own Facebook ads once and now they have a business, right? They've only done this once. How is it, what is, you, you have, must have a secret skill to, to finding the, 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 the authentic yeah. uh, practitioners in all the, for lack of a better term, among all the frauds, right. among all those who are just, it might not necessarily be frauds, they're just starting out. How, what, what, is it, what is that like spidey sense that you have where you can assemble the right people around you? It takes a very long time of building a relationship with somebody. You know, it's not, hey, Bob, oh, you're a good dude, come on board, right? right. Um, it's more like, you know, hours and hours and hours of conversations with Bob right. about what he does, the things he does, what his superpowers are. That's my thing is superpowers. Um, you know, what their superpowers are. And it's not just a feeling. It's getting to know somebody. You know, it's like being on the golf course, right? right. And getting to know people and, you know, bringing back the way it used to be, right? right? Where people had conversations and they talked and it wasn't just a, well, let's have a 15 minute talk on Zoom, right? right? right. Well, you don't get authenticity through a 15 minute phone call on Zoom. You have to do the work, you know? That's one thing my wife always says. She says, you know, that's one thing nobody can ever say about you is you weren't willing to do the work. Because mm -hmm. Elon Musk, I'll take him as a great example. People say, he got lucky, right? And he says, well, if you consider working seven days a week, you know, 160 hours a week for 10 years before I really made it, luck? Okay. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, but no, 
it, it's about putting in the work. Does work always, does hard work always, you know, translate over to money? No, but we shouldn't expect it to. What we should expect it to do is create relationships. Mm -hmm. The relationships create the money, right? Because the relationships do the good work, right? So you, so you, for lack of a, a better phrase, to use a phrase that's been used before, um, you do it the old-fashioned way. That's it, the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. You build right. authentic relationships. Mm -hmm. You really know the people that you work with, and you also don't, even though you, you own all these companies or, or, or founders of some of these companies, it's never about you running them because if you were actually running them alone without the help of all these people that you're collaborating with, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep. You wouldn't be able to do anything. True. <laughs> well, well, and I was, I, my dad is, was, has always been a wonderful example of the old way, right? Because I'm that way. We're in a world of contracts and all this stuff nowadays, right? And I remember when my dad, I was a kid and my dad, uh, the insurance guy would come over once a year to renew insurance and all that stuff. And he knew all of our names and, you know, we were in football and all this, that, and the other. And my dad was very much the same way. You know, he always knew that when we went somewhere to, you know, if he was going to buy seed from a different vendor or something, you know, Sherby, I grew up on a Sherby farm. And, you know, they would shake hands, sit down at a table, have a conversation, and then... If it felt right, they did a deal, right? So it was, you know, very much, I call it the golf course, the golf course methodology, right? So it's like that, you know, get to know people, you know? It's, it's, I've, I'm even thinking of another analogy. So you grew up at a farm. I did, yeah. There's, there's nothing that happens on a farm. It doesn't happen through, through hard work. True. And you can't rush anything. That's right. Things happen when they happen. Yep, there are right. no shortcuts. Yep. That's why every morning at five o'clock in the morning, I used to get up and my dad used to hand me a big scoop shovel and he would make me shovel uh, around a ton of grain into all the feeders for the sheep. Mm -hmm. and, and I often just looked over and there's a farmhand right there. One scoop done. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I didn't understand it, right? It was like, this doesn't make any sense when you're, you know, nine years old, right? But then later on in life, looking at that, that was a valuable lesson in just hard work and doing something and seeing it through, right? And I think that's what that drive from my dad kind of morphed into me. And that's what really, really forces me every day. Um to get up jazzed about mm -hmm. everything that I do because I do every morning when I wake up, I know I have, you know, five or six people that I'm going to talk to every single day and I'm jazzed about it every day because kindness is free. <laughs> Excellent. I just want to go back to one thing you, you mentioned earlier that I, that I was curious about. You said that, that the military taught you the formula. Mm -hmm. What is the formula? Well, it's complicated, <laughs> you know, it is, it, it is complicated because not everybody is the same. Mm -hmm. And when you ask, you know, most military leaders, well, you know, why don't you treat, treat Jim the same as you do Sally, as you do Bob, as you do Bill, right? Because you can't, 
right? Because we're all different people. So when you look at all this mix of different people, right? Nothing is ever the same. So the formula is fluid, right? Mm -hmm. It's very fluid. And it's knowing people. First and foremost is getting to know people, right? And then from there, you can really, really, uh, you can find out from them. They'll tell you everything that they're missing. They just don't know they're telling you. Yeah. But it's just that by having conversation, right? And then there is a specific formula to take into a company. And it starts from acquisition and it ends at referral and internal processes and procedures. You have this full process that you take, but it's the people that influence all of that internally that you can't make it cookie cutter, right? Because one company does it this way, another does it this way. I can take every company that I have, none of them operate the same because there's people involved. Right. So you have a standard <laughs> formula, but, that, but then you say you, you customize solutions. Correct. It's very customized to, uh, to what they need because every business has a different personality, mm -hmm. right? You have those very strong type A personality people that I work with and they're a little more difficult to work with sometimes. Or then you have, you know, the more softer spoken. They're just as difficult, right? To work with sometimes. Difficult's probably not the right word, but you know, everybody has their challenges, their challenges right? right? So it's, it's finding out how to best, you know, serve that client in the best way, uh, based off of their talents, based off of their challenges and based off of their personality type. And when you can do that and you can bring all the right players to the table to do all that, it just creates magic, right? And that's where the magic happens is putting the right right people in the right seats on the bus. Right. Yeah. So you you don't really I mean there are many people that think that you just need to learn these skills regardless of what your personality type is. What you're saying is you need to match the roles with the right people. Definitely. Yeah. Like if you're very operational minded and you're trying to be the visionary for the company, that's probably not the right fit. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's okay if you own the company. Step down and take a chair role and put a CEO in place right. that is a visionary that can take that company where it needs to go. This is the get out of your own way part mm -hmm. right? <laughs> that we see so often. Get out of your own way in the company's way and work in your zone of genius because maybe you're uh, more of a product type person, right? You need to be in that hands-on development part. That's what you're good at. Be good at that. Right. And then bring somebody else in to run the company itself. They're two very different roles, for sure. Anything else you want to add? No, definitely not. This has uh, been really great. Thank you for having me. And uh, I think I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you. I really right. enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome.